Hey guys! How's it going? I'm Savannah. I'm Delaney. And this is the Crime Chronicles. Woo woo! This is our 18th episode. We had to check Crazy. again because we never we always, remember. <laughs> we always lose track. It's yeah. okay though. It's literally insane. Like 18 whole episodes. I, I never know. thought we would like get this far, you know? Well, okay, also, like, we say 18 episodes and we're like, oh wow, that many already? Uh-huh. But then also, like, when I think about it, we only have 18 episodes and we are almost at a thousand followers on Instagram. We literally were at, as we're speaking right now, we just hit 970. Yeah. And, like, that's insane to us. Like, that's so wild. Like, we really, like, like, we've remembered making a post for, like, 30 followers thinking that we like, would maybe get a hundred. Like, somewhere in the distant future. And now we're like, oh, yeah, that's almost ten times a hundred, you know? It's literally insane. So, yeah, thank you guys for that. We really, like, it's shocking how fast we've grown. We were listening to an episode the other mm-hmm. day together and we were like, we were saying that we just hit, like, 860. And, it, and 840. Oh my god. And we recorded that episode, like, two weeks ago? Yeah. Two, three weeks ago? Yeah. It's crazy. So, thank you guys for that. We're so, so, so grateful for everyone here. It's been great. It's been so much fun. Yeah. So, we're we're just, you know, having Doing a great time. Yeah. Um, For a thousand, we might do, like, a giveaway or, like, a special episode or something. So, let us know, like, in the DMs if you guys want to see something like that. Yeah. We also have a TikTok. I don't think we not- talked about that in the last episode. Our TikTok is crime.chroniclesofficial, so go check us out on there. It's kind of great. We it's love it It's kind of wild. <laughs> it's alright. <laughs> um, no. So yeah, a uh, quick thing we wanted to talk about um, in the true crime community is, unfortunately, they found um, Eliza Fletcher's body in Memphis mm-hmm. on, I think, Monday. Um, she was 34. She was a school teacher. Um, she was a mom and a wife, so it was really sad. She was jogging at, like, four in the morning, which no one should ever have to be, like, worried, worried about, about doing jo- that. like, literally just mm-hmm. running in the morning. Um, but yeah, so it says she was abducted or just forced into an SUV, and then they've already arrested a suspect for it, um, and then they said they're going to be facing charges including first-degree murder, murder, murder. kidnapping, <laughs> murder, kidnapping, um, and his name is Cleotha Abston, I believe? Uh, so, yeah, just kind of wanted to talk about that. It's really, really sad. Um, but updates are always good. Important Progress to know about. are good. Yeah. Progress is good. So hopefully they found the correct guy and he will be brought to justice. Um, so, but yeah, there's yeah. a lot of interesting things around that case. I saw some people doing some kind of like deep dives into it and like, there's some interest in it might be like more than it might seem. Like. More than what's seen on the surface. Yeah, well, she was, like, the heiress of, like, a billion-dollar fortune or something. It was, like, you know, it was crazy. So, um, you know, something Something a little fishy. Might be a little interesting there. So, Mm -hmm. we might cover that case at some point, but, um... We'll see. It's getting a lot of attention right now. Yeah, it's And there are so many cases we want to cover that aren't getting attention. So, So, just a little update on that. Um, R.I.P. Eliza Fletcher... So yeah. sad that that case had to end that way, but... No, for real. Yeah, so um, that was a little update for this morning. Yeah. Um, so for my case that we're going to be going into, we kind of hit you super hard the last two weeks. The last with, couple weeks were rough. With um, <laughs> Ted Bundy Part 3, and then Catherine Knight. Knight. And then the troubled teen industry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that oh, one was God. really bad. We yeah. want to thank you guys so much for bringing a lot of attention into that episode because we really did want to get that yes. one out because it's, like, not talked about at all. No, it's And it's, it's like, a really important thing that people can step up to do and mm-hmm. change. 
So, um, thank you guys for going to listening to that one. It jumped pretty high pretty quick. Um, and we got a lot of support for that. So thank you guys. Yeah. And not only with our podcast episode, but we also got our posts about it on both Instagram and TikTok out to quite a few people. people. Yeah. Which is always good because just spreading that awareness and knowing that more people are going to start talking about it is always a good amazing. So, so yeah. Thank you guys for that. But we have a apologize for the kind of heavy weeks. Yeah. So we have not necessarily (laughs) lighter, but a very different kind of feel. It's very like we flipping it on its head. We're starting pre-October off strong, let's say that. I am so excited, guys, We've because been I have a out list. About fall for so long. <laughs> oh, and we had, like, a whole sleepover where we went through a bunch of horror movies and uh-huh. stuff, and it was great. And it's amazing, and I'm so excited yeah. for the spooky season. It's so. gonna be great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, this week, I wanted to hit you something with a little spooky, a Yay. little different, and Love it. still absolutely wild. Still, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm gonna be shocked. I have had a list of, like, three or four spooky-type hauntings and exorcisms Mm -hmm. that I've wanted to cover. So I put out a poll of kind of, like, my top three on Instagram, and the one that was, like, the most requested on those polls was the exorcism of Roland... I titled it as Roland Doe on that, but I kind of, through my research, changed... It a little bit, and I'll talk about it because he has multiple names throughout sources. Okay, okay, and I'll address that later. But so today we're diving headfirst into the exorcism of Roland Doe, the true story and inspiration for The Exorcist. Which is like, ah! I'm so excited! I'm so excited! Yeah, it's all these those horror movies that are like based on a true story freak me out, but they're so <laughs> they're interesting. so good. Like Savannah and I love The Conjuring. The Conjuring movies. is our like, oh. those are our favorite movies, and they're all based off of, like, true stories and stuff, and it's yeah. my favorite. Conjuring? Favorite. So good. So good. So good. Go watch them right now, please. Like, no. <laughs> finish the episode. Finish the episode and then go watch The Conjuring. For real. <laughs> or we, The Exorcist, because then- Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. The Exorcist, because that's what we're talking about. I don't think about. I've ever actually seen The Exorcist. Yeah, I was actually just about to talk about that in my notes. I don't think either of us have ever seen The Exorcist, and so I went into this- Blind. No, no knowledge. No knowledge. I don't, I don't know anything about what And I happen. came across something where they were addressing something that didn't happen in real life that they put in The Exorcist, and I was like, oh! Uh, wonderful. <laughs> That's good. But I will be watching that movie shortly. I just didn't have time to watch it before we were going to record. So. so. But I've heard they're really good. Yeah. Okay. So first off, just for some context, I found three names for the boy on who The Exorcist was based. Roland Doe. Roland Mannheim, or Roland Hunkler. For clarity, okay. during this episode, I'll be using the name Roland Hunkler, since that's how many of the sources were referring to him, and it was believed by experts to be his real name. Okay. But it, that's never been confirmed. Good to know. Um, so, who you better get ready, Savannah. I'm because prepared. I'm buckling This in. is such a good case. Alright, so, where it all began. Roland Hunkler was born in 1935 to a middle-class family in Cottage City, Maryland. Not much else is known about his early life except for the events that took place when Roland was 13 and 14 years old. When Roland was 13 years old, his aunt Harriet passed away. During her lifetime, Roland was really close to her, and Harriet was a spiritualist, and when Mm. she was alive, she taught Roland about all of it, including many times when she taught him how to use a Ouija board. Ooh. So... Just a little, like, yeah. background there. I love Ouija boards. They're my favorite. <laughs> if you use them right, if you use them safely. If then... you use them safely, they're good. Don't get 
Like, Ouija boards that have been used before. Don't like, get them from the thrift store. Like, do don't never make your own. No, bad, bad. <laughs> get a clean one. Get a <laughs> get a fresh off the table. <laughs> fresh off the out the oven. Yeah. Okay, that was just our side note because if you use them wrongly, bad things, bad things can are happen, happen. As you can see in this case. Yeah. So in early January, closely following her death. Now, 14-year-old Roland, so he turned 14 within that time, began to experience strange paranormal phenomena. Uh Uh-oh. He would hear scratching and knocking sounds coming from the floor and the walls of his room. Ugh, don't like that. And his bed and mattress would often move as if being shoved or pulled. Oh. And this would happen in the middle of the night when he was sleeping. Not a fan of that. No. No. And it, like, the knocking reminded me of that one scene in The Conjuring where he's mm-hmm. like, how many times would it knock? And he would be like, it sounds like this. And it's, like, the three times. Yeah. Which yeah, signifies yeah. the mocking of the whole... Anyway. <laughs> so, like, creeps me out. Don't mm-hmm. like it. It was also reported that heavy furniture would move on its own. And the floors were, quote, scarred from how often this would happen. Ooh. Yeah, so that like, means it happens quite a bit. Yeah. There were, like, literal, like, scratches and, like, scrapes Dents in the floor. In yeah. Mm-hmm. Bad. Things would also begin to fly across the room that Roland was in. Oh, and wonderful! Ac- yeah, and according to one of the reverends who worked with the Ro- who worked with Roland during this time, he once quote threw me out of a chair. Ooh! So he was like this reverend was just sitting in a chair and whoosh, and he like went yeah he catapulted out of there. So there's some kind of weird, unexplainable shit going on. Clearly, um. The Reverend also reported that photos of Jesus Christ that were hanging on the walls would literally shake when Roland walked by them. Yeah. That's a bad sign. (laughs) That is not a good sign. I don't know about you, but if a picture of Jesus started walking by when someone walked by, I'd stay away from them. Be like, oh, oh, okay. So, I'm not gonna go talk to them. I'm not gonna hang out with you anymore. No more. Um, along with the scratching and the knocking in his room... Pipes in the house would inexplicably leak, and water would just drip from walls in the house with no cause. Ugh. Oh. So. Pipes leaking are, like... Nasty. Yeah, that's, uh, like, not, like, a fear of mine, but, like, that would be so bad. It's like, so, <laughs> like, especially when you don't know what's going on, and you mm-hmm. can't stop it because it's just unexplainable. For real. It's like, ew. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Don't like it. No, thank you. So... All of this was happening, and the family became fearful, so they sought help for Roland right away. First, they met with doctors to see if anything physically was wrong with Roland because of some of the things he had been experiencing. Mm. And then they talked to psychiatrists, and nothing was found medically or, like, psychologically wrong, wrong with, with Roland. Yeah. So, being from a Lutheran background, they went to their Lutheran minister, but he was like, can't help you there. <laughs> Too bad. Too bad. <laughs> so, he referred them to the Jesuits for help, mm. which are, like, Catholic yeah. Like, leaders. Kind of like nuns, but male. Male. Gotcha. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. Um, so, Roland's mom feared that it had to do with their recently deceased aunt. Mm. So, she was like, ah, <laughs> something ain't right here. So, the mom knew that Harriet was, like, spiritual and that she used Ouija boards and stuff. So, she was like, uh-uh-uh. She's like, I don't like this. So, they went to the Jesuits for help. And okay. this is when I'm going to get into the timeline of... <laughs> timeline of events. Okay. So, the family reached out to the local Catholic priest, Father E. Albert Hughes, 
who requested to perform an exorcism on Roland in February of 1949. That's quite a step, I'd say. Like, going from, like, a psychiatrist and then being like, well, he needs an exorcism. Yeah. Like, not being There's... like, hey, can you come investigate? I, I mean, I'm sure say... they didn't, like, immediately do that. Yeah. It's just, it's an interesting step. I would step. say that there was definitely, like, investigations on the part of the Catholic Church yeah. before that. Yeah, I was just gonna say, but it's an interesting jump that they In made. my sources... Throughout this case, there's a lot of, like, jumps like that because there isn't details mm, okay. on that. Because the all of the information that we have on this case was pulled from the personal journals of two of the main um, Catholic priests who ended up working with Roland. Oh, okay. That's interesting. And so a lot of it is not really detailed and it's very vague. Okay. So just as a kind of heads up. Gotcha. So the Catholic Church came in, did some investigations, and were like, you need an exorcism. <laughs> exorcism prescribed. Yep. So the church <laughs> approved this, and in late February of 1949, I believe, yeah. Yeah. They performed an exorcism on Roland for the first time. Wonderful that there's a first. Yeah. Sets the rest of the story up very nicely. <laughs> so the local Catholic pre- priest, Hughes, strapped Roland to a mattress and began recitations to perform this exorcism. Yeah. However... This failed, Uh-oh. and ha- the exorcism had to be stopped abruptly when Roland broke off a piece of spring oh, from the mattress shit. and slashed the priest across the shoulders with it. Oh my god! Yeah. Jeez. So, they were like, oh, better <laughs> like, stop! We're gonna take a break. <laughs> <laughs> take five, everyone. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah. So, a few days after this, deep Red scratches appeared on Roland's chest, Uh-oh. which spelled L O U I S. Lewis. Mm-hmm. It took me a second to <laughs> figure that out in my head. But I'm a visual learner. So it wasn't just like claw marks. It was like it was specific. Like specific words. words. And in sources, it was said that Roland's mom was with him the entire time, and whenever these scratches would appear, he wouldn't be doing anything. He would just be, like, chilling. Chilling. And his hands wouldn't even move. And all of a sudden... It's not like he was, like, hiding in a corner, like, like moving his hands. Himself. And he, yeah. His mom was like, what are you doing? And he turns around and he's like, I don't know. This is crazy. It just appeared on my chest. Whoa, no way. No, it was it like, just, he was like, just, like, appeared. doing nothing and yeah. it just, like, happened. Okay. Which is so freaky. I know. Can I don't like imagine? that. I don't like that. Like, uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Louis oh is written on my chest. Or Louis? Louis? Louis. Both, Yo, right? It's Louis. Okay. And you'll see why. Oh. Great. Um, so, Roland's mom sees this and took it as a sign that they needed to go to St. Louis, Missouri, where they had family for help. <laughs> and <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know about you, but if my son were possessed by a whole demon, I wouldn't listen to the scratches on his body and be like, ah, yes, let's <laughs> listen sense. to the demons. <laughs> like, let's... Also, why... Why would that be what you interpret it as? Because uh, uh, it wasn't like he wrote Saint it was, Lewis. Lewis. Like that, the first thought that I had would be like, that's the name of one of the demons. Because normally it's like multiple, right? Yeah. So that would be my first thought is not like, let's go to Saint Louis. <laughs> like, also, like, I don't, why would you, if someone's you scratching that into your son enough so that their deep red <laughs> scratches, you'd be like, ah. That's he's probably right. Yeah, he's probably right. Let's go do that. <laughs> like, like he scratches on someone's back. Go to uh, <laughs> Missouri, and they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. No. So St. Louis is in Missouri. I was trying to think of an original state. <laughs> it is <in> Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something different, but you know, 
you got there. Yeah, I'm not great with geography, so whatever. You're not good with directions either, no. in it's general. Just, it, it, overall. So, you know, <laughs> nice try. Yeah, you know, I, I went. You, you, know? you really did. <laughs> so, that happens. And so then the family was like, oh, we should go to St. Louis. But when should we go? <laughs> like, someone was just like, when are we going to do this, right? <laughs> Scratch an answer. <laughs> it legitimately did. Oh my god. I was gonna say, imagine if. No. It answered. But your face told me it was real. Yeah. That's so funny. I'm sorry. That's like funny for no reason. I, well, because it seems fake. <laughs> Pull up to St. Louis. When? October? Like, like okay. Yeah. So... <laughs> Sorry. That's so funny. Like, that actually happened. Because <laughs> shortly after that question was voiced aloud, yeah. deep red scratches again appeared on his body. One reading three and a half on his chest and oh. scratches that spelled Saturday on his hip. Oh, that's like three and a half Saturdays from now? No, or three I and think, a half days? Mm-hmm. I okay. think it was days. So, they were like, Oh, makes sense. <laughs> and again, go Saturday. wouldn't be my personal choice. <laughs> because listen. why are we listening to the demon? You're like, well, that's what... It, <laughs> he's spoken. <laughs> but, eventually, they got into touch with Reverend William Bowden in St. Louis, who okay. would be the main figure in helping the Hunkler family. Yeah. So, straight up listened to the demon, mm-hmm. and were like, ah. They were like, yep, that makes That's where we're going. So now we're on a well, it also journey seems to like St. The, Louis. The demon wouldn't be like, this is the best guy who can get me out of your side. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be he'd be, like, given recommendations, you I know? think that the, like, the only thing that makes sense to me mm-hmm. is that they maybe thought it was an outside force. Like, maybe it was their dead aunt. Oh. Oh. But Interesting. still, that doesn't make sense that to me. she wouldn't, I feel like, a, like, human spirit... First yeah. of all, it would that would be pretty hard to be capable of that, and also yeah. like, why would you like scratch mm-hmm. someone? Because that's more demonic to me rather yeah. than like. So don't know why they thought they were just they like, were all right, listen. Just... But they did. <laughs> they just they felt like it. And all of my sources said that like the closer they got to actually going through with that, like whatever was possessing Roland seemed highly in favor of it. Mm, don't like which that. is creepy. Don't do that if it wants you to. Yeah, like, that's... but they did. Alrighty. And they yeah. went to St. Louis, they where they met up with Reverend William Bowden. Perfect. This reverend would end up performing over 20 exorcisms Jeez. on Roland over the course of three months. Jeez. Oh, poor kid. Which is insane. He was what, like 14, 15? Yeah, 14. 14. Jeez, poor kid. That's and sad. I don't know how much you guys know about exorcisms. But they aren't like, here's some holy water, you're it's, all better. Uh, yeah. It's intense. Like, and, like, even exorcisms that, like, are perceived to be can fake. kill people. Like, literally, there are reported deaths because of exorcisms. Because, like, obviously, I do not believe that all exorcisms are that have happened are real. Yes, But, correct. like, even the ones that, like, aren't real, like, have literally killed people. Because mm-hmm. it's not, like, a Not like chill. a s- spray bottle with holy water, like, squirt, squirt, <laughs> like squirt, the, you're the better. Po- <laughs> <laughs> like the pope, like the pope with the water gun during quarantine. <laughs> squirt, squirt, squirt! You're better. 
That's so funny. Oh my, oh my god. god. Best <laughs> quote from Delaney. If we ever do merch, we should put that on t-shirts. Stop! <laughs> With I a don't... picture of a water gun. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know what Savannah just referred to, but what? there are pictures of the popes during um, it was like, COVID, yeah. where they would baptize like, like, chil- <laughs> little like babies in the With, Catholic like, Church with a water gun! <laughs> Because, like, no, like, contact was supposed to be made, so they'd use a water gun, water gun. With, holy, with holy water. Like Ryan from BuzzFeed Unsolved. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting too into this. Apparently I love this image. You that's really, my favorite. You really do. You're a little too into it. That's my so, favorite idea. That's not what exorcisms are like. Fun fact. Like, a lot of the times when exorcisms are performed, like, they'll start reciting incantations and people will freak the fuck out and yeah. they'll start like seizing and like bone snap well and like, and, like the people like you're normally like restrained at some point yeah or, like it's so yeah. it's like you're thrashing around and you're restrained and so bones will break and it's, like, yeah it's bad shoulders will get dislocated i don't like, like talking about it it's, freaks it's me freaky out. it freaks me so, out so 20 exorcisms over the course of three and months a 14 year old boy like is insane i feel bad for him i know i feel so bad for him and like there are some things later in his life, too, that you'll, like, be like, that sucks. Mm. So, on March 10th, 1949, so this had been happening for, like, a month, mm-hmm. William Bowden performed an exorcism on Roland in the presence of 14 witnesses. Damn, So there were, like, a lot. a lot of people who saw this. Yeah, and were, like, a lot of people This there. happened. Yeah. During this exorcism, similar things to the failed exorcism in Maryland began to happen. Uh-oh. Where he would, like, thrash around and, you know, all that All stuff. the things. Yeah. Bowden said of this exorcism, quote, Hunkler appeared in a trance as his mattress shook and there was a scratching which beat out a rhythm as of marching soldiers. That's a weird way to describe it. Mm-hmm. But it kind of helped me visualize. So. Yeah. <laughs> and the second class relic of St. Margaret Mary was thrown onto the floor during this. Oh. The safety pin was opened, but no human hand had touched the relic. Uh-oh. So <laughs> not good. <laughs> and then it was also said that Roland started up in fright. So like he got like, he, like all got, freaked out yeah. when the relic was thrown down. He like got scared, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a lot of stuff happening and the fact that holy relics are like being thrown <laughs> across the room, not a good sign. <laughs> not great. Not great. So this exorcism didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. And so another exorcism I, I gather that most of them probably didn't. <laughs> yes. Correct. So then this failed, and I assume there were probably some more exorcisms in between this, which is literally insane. Poor kid. But then, during another exorcism on March 20th, it reached a new level Uh-oh. when Roland urinated all over his bed oh. and began screaming Latin phrases and Uh-oh. cursing at the priests. Uh-oh. So he- Yeah, that happens a lot, too. Like, yeah. that type of- Like, where they start screaming Latin things mm-hmm. and, like, cursing priests. Yeah. Try again. <laughs> Priests. Priests. There you go. There we go. Um, and this is when the family knew that they needed some more serious help. Yeah, because that doesn't sound yeah. too good. No, and also, like, the fact that they went to St. Louis after the demon was like, go there. <laughs> go to St. Louis. They're like, alright. <laughs> no, I'm like, okay, guys. Pack your bags. Maybe there's a reason why things are getting worse. Right, like. But, I don't know. Could just be me. Mm-hmm. So then, on March 21st, Roland was admitted to to Alexian Brothers Hospital in St. Louis still. Okay. And shortly after being admitted there, he had convulsions so severe that they broke a priest's nose. 
Oh. So he was like, thrashing, he would, like, thrashing around. around so hard that he like hit the guy mm-hmm. in the face. And oh. his nose broke. Oh. That's mm-hmm. another one of my big fears is getting my nose broken. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just like a freaky thing to me. I have a friend whose nose broken nose is broken right now. And he has to have surgery on it. Ugh. Yeah. So I don't like that that's idea. not fun. It hurts. <laughs> don't get your nose broken by someone who has a demon. That would not be fun. <laughs> Life advice from Delaney. Life advice. So after nearly a month of being at this hospital, on April eighteenth, nineteen forty nine. A miracle finally happened for the Hunkler family. Yay! This day, Roland awoke with violent seizures and yelled at priests saying, Satan would always be with him. Okay. So. (laughs) Strong claim right off the bat. Yeah. So, that's another one of those jumps where you're like, whoa! (laughs) Oh, alright. So, now we talking Satan. (laughs) We escalated a little. Yeah. And Satan are homies. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What? (laughs) This is what's so frustrating to me about this, because I want to know more. I want to know the details of what happened in between, but they're not there. There's just none, yeah. And it makes me upset. So, the priests were like, ah, shit. They're like, "Uh uh-oh. Here we go. Bad sign. So they laid holy relics, crucifixes, medals, and rosaries on and around his body. Yeah, they they were were like, like, setting it all up. "Uh Uh-oh, guys. So, this, from the morning to 10.45 p.m. that night, this was, like, all going on. Uh-huh. And at 10.45... Which is, like, a long period of time, mm-hmm. too. At 10.45 that night, the priest called on St. Michael to expel Satan. You just say the priest called on Satan. I was like, whoa! <laughs> oh, no. That's another whole other jump. That That's, would be bad. That would, that would be a good plot of the movie. It or would. The, oh, my gosh. The, like, the... It's like Eli. Yeah. Have you guys seen Eli? Eli, we watched during that sleepover. Wild. wild. Don't tell them the plot. Because it is the wildest... Thing I have ever watched. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, you should go watch that too. Yes. Anyways, so 10:45 that night, the priest called on Saint Michael to expel Satan from Roland's body and began shouting at like the demon that mm-hmm. they would battle him for his soul, for Roland's soul. Oh. So like things are getting. <laughs> We're com- we've come to battle. Yeah. This went on for seven minutes as Roland Ooh. stayed in one of his trance-like states and screamed at them in a guttural voice. Ooh. I don't like. No. At the end of these seven minutes, Roland came out of the trance and simply said, he's gone. <laughs> Whoa. So it's like, oh, shit, I guess it worked. <laughs> like, yeah. Hurrah. Let's go, everybody. Good Roland- teamwork. Mm-hmm. Roland later recounted seeing, like, during this trance, he- that he saw visions of St. Michael battling and vanquishing Satan on the battlefield using a fiery sword. Sorry, that's not funny, but it kind of is. The description of it kind of catches you off guard. Because he's like, he's, he's gone. He's battling him with a fiery sword in the field. Of, like, yeah. Oh, okay. Isn't it, like, insane? But, like, imagine how intense that would be after, like, someone was just violently, like, convulsing and, like, screaming at he's you. Gone and now. then he's like, he's gone. Uh, St. Michael battled him with a fiery sword. Like, like oh. Okay, buddy. Okay, guys. Alrighty. So, that, after that... That's kind of like it. The exorcism oh. worked. But there is some... I have a section that I'm going to tell you what it's titled. But there's some other stuff that I wasn't sure where it fit into the timeline. Because it was just kind of thrown here or there. Mm-hmm. So I kind of put that in a separate section. So, okay. And I'm going to go through that now before it's we like go. It's like a two-in-one episode, winter. guys. Whoa. You get no a bonus way. extra. You get, you get bonus details? Yeah. No way. This is <laughs> no my way. section titled The Crazy Crazy Shit. Wonderful. 
Love like that. So excited. Okay. So before I go into the rest of Roland's relatively normal life, I wanted to go over some of the literally insane shit that happened that I didn't necessarily have a specific place for that was, like, named within the time. That was just a thing, yeah. Yeah. So, in one incident that happened during this time, a large mm-hmm. red X, like, scratched onto Roland's chest appeared, which was believed to signify that Roland had ten demons possessing him. Oh, like, Roman numeral? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, there's normally more than one. Yeah. Also, I feel like, mm, maybe just me, but I feel like Saint wouldn't, like, <laughs> he'd be like, I want to be in this random, like, 14-year-old yeah, kid. Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, sure, <laughs> I guess. But... So that was kind of freaky. Yeah. That happened. Don't like it. At another point, red lines shaped like pitchforks appeared on Roland's thigh and began Ugh. snaking down towards his calf. Ugh. Ugh. Uh-huh. I don't know why, but I that rubs me the wrong that way. That image freaks Ugh. me out because like I don't the like scratches. About that. Like you associate scratches kind of with demonic possession, especially At if least you've for seen us, any yeah. typical horror movies. Yeah. Like, that's, you were kind of like, oh, yeah, demonic possession. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, or like, the of image of something else happening, and it's just like, mm, I don't like that. I don't like, like, I almost see it as, like, something inside. Don't, don't like, like it. I don't like thinking about that. Not. Yep. Mm-mm. And it would said, like, it was said that things like this, like, of this magnitude, would happen every night for at least a month. Oh, that's sad. Which is so sad. Imagine feel, how scared you would be. Right? Like, like that's intense. That's insane. I feel bad for him. Yeah. So, throughout this whole ordeal, Ronald would behave entirely and completely normally during the day. Oh. But then would be plagued by strange outbursts and, like, really wild behaviors at night. Mm. Which is also kind of common when you think about things like this. Yeah. It's like, during the day, it's like, oh. And then at night, they're like, ah! (laughs) Did that so loud? That scared me. Oh, my God. You really? I caught I caught her off guard, guys. I jumped. She really went. <laughs> Anyways, so often these outbursts were described as screaming tantrums in a deep guttural voice and would often be accompanied by some of the strange paranormal phenomena as previously described. Great. It'd be so like, like nighttime and be like, Rah. and then all a <laughs> bunch of stuff would start happening. Yeah, exactly. Great. And I'm like really sad that we don't have more details about what happened because I yeah. guarantee you there's some other shit that happened. Like that's crazy. That's just insane and we don't know about it. Well, because I'm sure especially like you said, most of the stuff comes from like priest diaries or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure the family would have so much more information oh, because yeah. like priests obviously weren't there like all, all the, time, the time. You know, like. So I wish... I wish that we had more, and I wish that someone would have talked about it, but Roland himself never really talked about it during his life, and actually kind of, like, really kept it a secret that, Mm. like, he was the person that that happened to. Yeah. So, frustrates me, but that's kind of what we know. Interesting. It was also, like, in some sources it said that other than the aforementioned relics, like, some of the ones in specific events, Mm any time a religious... (gasps) So, fun fact... That gasp was my computer dying. <laughs> literally in the middle. In the of middle of recording. I literally, like, told myself, I was like, okay, I need to plug in my computer before we start or it's gonna die. And she did not. I did not. We also have the dog with us now. Yeah, the dog is here now, so if you hear grunting, it's I not hope. us being possessed by a demon. <laughs> it is my little dog named Maisie, who is a demon. <laughs> yeah. She barks at me whenever I come into the house. She's half, she's, like, almost half chihuahua, if that tells you anything. <laughs> Um, yeah. She's asking us for t- 
taco dip right now. But yeah, but no more for her. So, so if you hear right. anything, that's that's the dog. The demon dog. <laughs> it is the demon dog. It is not our demons. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Okay. So, other than the aforementioned relics, anytime a religious item was brought into Roland's presence, he would react very violently until the object was removed. Oh, great. So he would just be like, ah, and act. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that, exactly I'm sure. Exactly like that. They'd bring that. in, like, a cross, and you'd be like, whoa! <laughs> whoa, no way! Ah! Not for me, guys. Yeah. So, he did not like the religious relics, which was Makes sense. bad sign. Tracks with everything yeah. else, though. Exactly. So, other than that, I found no other details, even though I really, really wanted to find those. Mm. Because I just wish there were more on this case. But, so now I'm going to talk quickly... About <laughs> Roland's life following the exorcism. Because, although it was relatively normal, there are just some things I kind of wanted to talk about quickly that are, like, not great. That are not great, yeah. So, following Roland's exorcism, his family moved back to the East Coast, where he lived for the rest of his adolescent life. He was eventually married, although we don't have details as to whom or when, mm-hmm. because a lot of his life was kept really private. Just secret. Mm-hmm, exactly. His oldest son was named Michael after the saint who saved his soul. Oh, well, that's cool. So, we know that. The guy with the fire sword. The guy, yeah, exactly, (laughs) the guy with the fire sword. So, um, Ronald Hunkler became a NASA engineer who patented a special- Ronald? (laughs) I told myself I wasn't gonna do that. Roland. Roland Hunkler. Yes. Became a NASA engineer- who patented a spec? <laughs> Guys, my computer dying threw me for a loop. She's having. Let a me time. try again. Roland Hunkler was a NASA engineer who patented a special technology to make space shuttle panels resistant to extreme heat, helping the Apollo missions of the 1960s that put U.S. astronauts on the moon in 1969. Whoa. So, like, Damn. not only was my guy possessed by a demon when he was 14, he also worked for, like, the Apollo oh, the, missions. Damn. That's uh-huh. impressive. Isn't that insane? That's crazy. Like, I don't know why, but those things never cr- would have crossed in that's, my mind. Well, I wouldn't have even, like, guessed that. No. That's wild. Like, so I found that, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Whoa. So. Good for ha- him. Good for him, honestly. Because, like, if I had been possessed by a demon, I wouldn't do shit for the rest of my life. I'd <laughs> be like, I'm, I'm tapped out. <laughs> guys, I survived a demon that's. All I need to do for the rest of my life. Much less, like, work for NASA. No, for real. It's like, insane. I haven't been possessed by a demon. <laughs> not not going to work for NASA. Going nowhere close to NASA. Like. Exactly. Okay. So, for years, his identity was kept fairly secret, being referred to in journals and, ar- and articles as only R, or by mm. the false names Roland Doe or Roland Manaheim. Mm. We still don't know which of the, the three is his real name, by the way, but... It is, like, assumed that his real name is Roland Hunkler by people who have, like, studied these articles and journals. Mm. So, it's just a fun little fact. If it weren't for an article written in August of 1949, which is the year all this happened, The Exorcist would have never been pretty produced. Mm. Because this article was, like, released, even, yeah. though, and even though it wasn't very detailed. It had enough that um, William Peter Blatty was able to do background research and find the original journals of a couple of the reverends who worked with Roland during this time. Mm-hmm. And Blatty ended up writing The Exorcist in 1971. Mm. And this was based on the unofficial diaries of Haller- Reverend Halloran and Reverend Boat. 
Bowden. There you go. <laughs> we going. The book ended up being a bestseller and was eventually made into the well-known movie The Exorcist in 1973. Which is, like, one of literally the most famous horror movies ever. I'd yeah. Say. Just, that, that's all. <laughs> you know, you know, something casual just some like of the, that. Something like that. So, this movie, although based on Roland's experiences, did take some liberties with how it was produced. The first big difference is that they made Roland a 12-year-old girl named Reagan. So, oh, gender gender. Very, swapped. okay. I didn't yeah. know that. Because, again, never, never seen, seen, seen The Exorcist. Exorcist. Um, and it was also set in Washington, D.C. So, mm. this isn't where the true story took place. But it actually has some correlation to the true events. Mm-hmm. Because before they went down the route of, like, going to priests and stuff, yeah, Roland was hospitalized in Washington, D.C. at the start of the whole ordeal in February oh. of 1949. Okay, so kind of correlates. So kind of yeah. correlates, but not really. So now, he didn't although, live there. No, he didn't. So now, although the scratching, cursing, shouting, and spitting portrayed in the movie did realistically reflect some of Roland's experiences, there are a few major details which did not happen, happen. in real life. Yeah. And, um, girl, you've never, I, having never seen this movie, I'm so excited to hear what these are. Yeah, because I didn't, I had never seen the movie either, and I was planning on watching it before I presented this case, but just because of some timing things, we weren't able to do that. We had a time crunch, so. But, (laughs) oh my gosh, guys. I'm scared. So, first, Roland's head never turned 360 degrees like hers did in the movie. Oh, jeez. Like an owl. Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. That's the only thing I know, that's head can turn all the way around. Truth. That is very true. <laughs> I'm good at trivia. Wow. No way. <laughs> and he also never vomited green demonic puke during one of his episodes. Ew! Reagan does that in The Exorcist. Ew! That's kind of nasty. He also never masturbated with a bloody crucifix. Which, like... Oh my god! Could you imagine if that Did had that been... happen in the movie? Yes! Apparently! Oh my god! <laughs> she told me this beforehand. I kind of, I'm kind of glad because then I like kind of knew it was gonna. I was expecting it, but it doesn't make it better. No, it <laughs> That's doesn't. The sense it's so much shock factor there. Savannah's jaw is dropped. I just, right now. I like. Oh my god! Yeah, because neither of us have I've seen, seen this the movie. movie. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna eventually do research on like the true events of The Conjuring Three because yeah. I want to do that case really badly. That one's wild. But like. I'll know some of it. Yeah. From the movie. This, I didn't know anything that happened in the movie, and all of a sudden I was reading an article and it was like, oh, oh his ne- head never turned 360 degrees. He never like, puked oh. green. And you're like, that seems kind He of- didn't masturbate with a bloody crucifix. And I was like, what the fuck? I can't. Oh my god. So, like, just warning like the- for those of you who plan on watching The Exorcist. Just like the apparently thought that of happens. that. Like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, oh, jeez! So glad that that's not a real detail. Because <laughs> was, same. Could, could you same. imagine? Who thought of that? That's my I, question. I know. Who was I'm like, like, we should put this in the movie like, with a twelve-year-old girl, right? Like, I'm like, um, guys, 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 guys. No, I don't know about I'm that. I'm very glad that didn't actually happen, though. So <laughs> make me uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't like that detail. But for Roland, never happened. <laughs> Thank God. Good. So, other than that, there's not, like, I don't have a ton else specifically on The Exorcist because I did want to focus on Mm -hmm. Roland. Yeah. So, Roland retired from NASA in 2001 
after he worked there for 40 years. Damn. Mm-hmm. G- he's an impressive guy. I know. He, like, survives a demon. <laughs> multiple. Multi- multiple <laughs> demons. And maybe Satan? <laughs> like, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> and then he goes, works for NASA. Works for Apollo. For 40 years. For 40 years. Then he's like, all right, I'm retired now. Like, yeah. You deserve to, you deserve you to retire should. at 14, buddy. No, literally. And he lived mostly peacefully for the rest of his life. And I say mostly just because our, like, the end of his life wasn't necessarily happy. Mm. Um, but he died at 85 years old. Just shy of his 86th birthday. Oh, sad. Mm-hmm. It's so, a decent life, though. Like, yeah. not too bad. Except for, you know, the whole the, demon. Except for the, you know. <laughs> whole demon. <laughs> multiple exorcisms. You know, it's... You know, it's okay. Besides that part. So, on a bit of a sadder note, one of Roland's, quote, female companions, as she was referred to in my, uh, articles. Interesting. So, she didn't want to be named, but I assume she was, like, a lover of his? Something. Because otherwise, why would they refer to him as female companion? Right, like, that makes it, like, it's a little suggestive. Yeah. It should be, like, like, friend. (laughs) She was also, like, 29. Mm. Which is a little weird. A little bit. So... Possibly female companion, quote unquote, said that on Halloween we always left the house because he figured someone would come to his residence and know where he lived and never let him have his peace. Aww. He had a terrible life from worry, worry, worry. That's sad. And that was really upsetting because, like, if you've been through something like that, <laughs> the dog just startled me so bad. It's okay, you guys. Anyway, um, but like. If you've gone through something like that, like, multiple... <laughs> she just turned the whole recording around. Okay. If you've been through something like that, like, multiple exorcisms, it, like, sucks that you have to deal with something like that later in life. Like, anxieties about it, yeah. hmm It was also said that his kids didn't attend his funeral, and that oh. later in life, like, him and his kids didn't have a good relationship. Oh, that's sad. Which is really, like, a bummer. Yeah. Because, like, you think of all he's been through already, and then he was a NASA engineer, which is sick, but then to have to end his life... Well, that's, like, like, obviously we don't know, like, all the details about that, but, like, And we don't know a lot about his life, because it's kept mostly secret, but still. Like, those kind of, like, sadder tidbits are, like, oh. That's sad. Yeah. So, another interesting fact about Roland, like, I... Take it with a grain of salt because I only found this in one source and okay. I don't really necessarily know that it's true. Just a thing. Yeah. Maybe. It's said that later in life, Roland claimed that he was never possessed by a demon. Oh. And that he actually didn't believe in anything religious at all. Interesting. Even though he named his son after... The saint him. who saved his soul. Maybe Correct. Interesting. Yeah. Mm, so, yeah. I don't know... If I believe that, I just wanted to mention it just because saw I it, saw yeah. it. I also found in another source that he was visited by a Catholic priest unexpectedly, like, right before he died, to perform last rites. Oh. So, again, if... I don't believe in anything religious. Uh, yeah. Then why are you seeing a Catholic priest? Yeah. So, I don't think that that's necessarily true. Mm-hmm. His female companion said of this, like, visit from the priest, quote, I have no idea how the father knew to come, but he got Ron to heaven. Ron's in heaven, and he's with God now. Okay, girl. So, that's kind of it for this case. Whew. Which is insane. I have a couple crazy. tidbits about the movies, The Exorcist, like the series. Yeah. How but, many are there? Do you know? Uh, three. Okay, that's what I thought. It's a trilogy. Gotcha. But, um, 
before I give that kind of to wrap up on a lighter note, I wanted to let Savannah <laughs> decompress. Decompress from all that. Take a few deep breaths. Let's talk you know. about it. Discuss. You know, oh, the wild. Mm-hmm. It's also kind of, I don't know why, but it like wasn't what I expected almost. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, I mean, again, I haven't seen The Exorcist, but like. So you're kind of like going here blind. Yeah. It was like, it was like better and worse than I expected mm-hmm. at the same time. It's like. Like, they're definitely way crazier exorcisms. I think I was kind of expecting him not to survive it for some reason. Like, that was kind of, like, a preconceived notion. I mean, maybe it was kind of because you were correlating it with something else. I don't know. Yeah. But that was interesting. Yeah. So, um... Kind of unique thing. I know. I was doing... Because I had originally, when I was putting out the poll, I was like, I know I eventually want to do... The True Events of the Conjuring 3. I know I eventually want to do The Exorcism of Annalise Michelle. Which that one is. Which is... That one's ooh. interesting because it's, like, more crime. It's, like, legal. Yeah. It's, like, legal, which is interesting. Which is very interesting. So. And, um... So I knew I wanted to do those two, and I was like, I want to have a third option. Something right. that kind of, like, I haven't looked into as much. Yeah. So I was just kind of doing some research on different exorcisms, and I saw one of, like, the fill-in Google searches that said Roll and Doe. So I, like, entered, and I was like, oh, it's the true story of the exorcist. Like, this would be oh, that's interesting. cool, yeah. I click on a source, and the first thing I see is, like, the thing about the deep red X, X across X. his And you were like, chest. whoa. And I was like, oh, crazy. Yeah. The scratches freak me out. The scratches are scary. That and the pitchfork I don't like thinking things. about that. I don't like that thing. That, like, the thought of, like, seeing it go down. Go down. Like, nah. Mm-mm-mm. Don't like that. That would be so scary, too. Like, oh, being I know. his family. Right. Or him. Yeah, <laughs> no, for real. I, so, that was this case. It's kind of simultaneously, like, a typical exorcism, and not at all. And also not. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say any exorcism is typical. Yeah. But, you Not know. a very routine, <laughs> casual thing. Not a daily occurrence. Yeah. But. So, um, I didn't put this in my notes because I didn't know if I wanted to mention it, but there were a few details on kind of, like, the properties that some of the stuff happened at in the end okay. of my sources. And one of them, like, I believe it was his original, like, house in Cottage City, Maryland. Mm-hmm. There, like, it was sold for a lot of money mm. because it was rumored that Satan lived in one of the bedrooms. <laughs> and I don't know what they mean by that. He was just, he was crashing there he for was, the night. He was going. I love, I, that's my favorite thing is I love the thought of, like, people, like, thinking that. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you know what Satan would be doing right about now? Just chilling, chilling in, in some random bedroom in Maryland. Yeah. Like, like guys. No. <laughs> demons are not the same thing as Satan. And I think people get them mixed up a little or like, too often. But, oh, <laughs> why would he be just chilling? He'd be like, I and need a, somewhere to stay for the night. Or, like, if we talk about how he was like, Satan will always be with me. Like, Satan would just be chilling with a 14-year-old boy. Right, like, he wouldn't be... He'd just sure. be like, alright, I'm hanging with... I'm, I'm rocking with this dude. I'll I'm s- rocking with this dude. I'll, I'll give s- him convulsions. Right? Why not? <laughs> Why not, you know? So, I'll live in his bedroom. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, that's a little interesting. That house is still standing. You can look it up if Ooh. you want to. Is it, like, I, a tourable thing? I Probably don't know. isn't. I don't think it is. It was an is. Airbnb. Oh, my God. Would stay there. Girl. I love okay. old, like, houses that, like, were horror things that, like... Yeah. Are Airbnb... Oh my gosh, I have to tell you guys about this. So I <laughs> listened to Morbid's Lizzie Borden episode, mm-hmm. and her house is, like, 
open to tour. They, like, have tour guides and stuff. And they, like, do research and they, like, show you stuff. And it's so interesting. Because there's also, like, I know, I really, really want to. Because, like, it's, they, like, tour you through the house because Lizzie Borden is, like, a crime thing. But it's also believed, like, spiritual energy around that Mm -hmm. house as well. But I thought that was really interesting. The Conjuring house is also so open, open to, like, tours and mm-hmm. stuff, which is, I want to go there. I want to go, I want to go all the places. All if the you places, know of you somewhere that, like, is easily accessible, let us know, please. Please. Because like, that's... give us the details. <laughs> give us the address. We we'll go. pull up. So, other than that, that's kind of all I have on the multiple exorcisms of <laughs> the Roland. over 20 exorcisms. Over 20. Wonderful. Just Ooh. kind of, like, to end us on some things in mm-hmm. this case is kind of just like oh here and there no all ha, over ha. all over yeah. yeah so i have a few kind of like fun facts about the exorcist <laughs> her face when she said that <laughs> i ha- have wild expressions and that's why we don't film ourselves when we do this <laughs> i have a friend told us wild. to film it and first of all we don't have like a professional recording studio again we are teenagers in high school we live with our families. We yeah. record in my bedroom. Like it's not a it's not a fancy setup. You guys wouldn't want to see how we look when we record. If we ever like somehow get to the point where we have a official place that like looks okay, then maybe. Then maybe but we have the most wild expressions when we film. Yeah. <laughs> so the book, The Exorcist, sold more than 13 million copies in Whoa. the U.S. alone. Jeez. And the film earned an Academy Award and a Golden Globe in 1974. Dang. It was also the first horror movie to be nominated for a Best Picture Oscar. I was gonna say that, like, horror movies and, like, you know, like, Marvel stuff, like, big kind of, like, franchises almost mm-hmm. don't normally get nominated. It's more, like, independent, like... Yeah. Films. Like, one-off that's, films. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, this is cool, I'm excited about this. Uh Uh-oh. Universal Studios also announced that they were producing a reboot of the trilogy set to start in 2023, which should be really fun. Ooh. So. That's exciting. We need need some more good horror movies. Yes, exactly. We need to get some of those up. We're going to definitely go and watch the original three. Yes. Because after knowing the true story, also just out of context, hearing all the the stuff stuff. that happens in there. Yeah. Uh, Like, we need to go watch this shit. Yeah. Um, and then we're also definitely going to watch the new ones once they're released. Yes, because, for sure. Whoo, that's going to yeah. be fun. That's exciting. Yeah. Oh. So that is all for this kind of like switch up episode. Yeah. Starting off pre-October, spooky season strong. I'm so excited Happy about Happy pre-October this. to everyone. I'm literally so excited for fall, mm-hmm. October, Halloween. It's going to be Favorite great. thing in the whole world. We love. Delaney got like a whole pumpkin drink today. Like, I did. Like a pumpkin coffee. I'm so coffee. excited. I got a pumpkin drink from Dutch Bros with Soft Top. <gasps> Love it. So Love good. Dutch Bros. <laughs> Free shout out. We're not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored, but we here. Anyways, uh, let us know if you want to see more like haunting. Yeah, if you like or like more this exorcism. type of episode, like spooky. And also, know? this case was kind of like all over the place and not <laughs> laid out. Yeah. So it will probably be a little more organized in the future and hopefully my computer won't die in, in the middle of it. it. So. Because that was really fun. Yeah. But. Yeah. All right. That is all for today. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.